Good morning. Welcome to church. Thank you for joining us this morning. It's my prayer that our togetherness this morning, our the piece we scripture we're sharing, that it will make a difference in your life. Um, for the next two Sundays, Yapatron is going to um, to to be the preacher. I'm going away. Our family is going away for two weeks. So may God bless you in this time. For you, those of you that are going on holiday, you can still watch our church services. Um, you can still log in any place in any uh, any place in the world. You can still, still join our church services on a Sunday morning. Let's bow our heads in prayer. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. When we come this morning, Lord Jesus, we know that you are the God, the Lord of heaven and earth. And that we know that you are worried and sad and heartbroken about our world. That you're not a far off God, but that you are here, that you are sticking around. Open scriptures this morning. We pray this in your holy name. Amen. Our scripture reading this morning is from Psalm 129. I'm reading uh, from the message. A pilgrim song. They've kicked me around ever since I was young. This is how Israel tells it. They've kicked me around ever since I was young, but they never could keep me down. Their plowmen plowed long furrows up and down my back. Then God ripped the harnesses of the evil plowman to shreds. Oh, let all those who hate Zion grovel in humiliation. Let them be like grass in shallow ground that withers before the harvest. Before the farmhands can gather it in, the harvesters get in the crop. Before the neighbors have a chance to call out, Congratulations on your wonderful crop. We bless you in God's name. That concludes a scripture reading. If we read this psalm, it tells something of a boldness that we see in, in the writer. Someone that, that has got guts. Because he says at the end of this too. They've kicked me around ever since I was young. But they never could keep me down. I remember the story about Winston Churchill after the Second World War. They asked him to come and give a motivational speech at one of his, uh, at the school. And when he arrived, everyone was lined up, beautifully dressed, manicured, lawns perfectly. Everything was fine. And in anticipation of this great Winston Churchill with a great motivation speech he's going to give. When he got up, he started hitting the podium with his hand like that. And he said, never, never. Never give up. And he said, What in life is getting you down? Is getting the better of you at this stage? What is there at this stage in your life that are killing your faith? That are tiring you out? It's too much to bear. What's that? How many Christians do you know with this attitude? They're never going to get me down. 
Um, this psalm tells of someone who says, I'm not going to give up. Doesn't matter what's happening with me. I'm never going to give up, give up on my faith. And I sometimes wonder, why do we associate Christian, Christianity with meek and mildness? With, with good people who's not going to walk the boat. With people that's friendly and will help you any time of any day. With timid people who don't have the boldness to step up for what they believe is right. How many Christians do you know with fire in their belly? Because that's what this psalm is writing about. And why, why can he be bold? I think there's three reasons. The first is what we get in the middle of verse 4 when it says, um, he says, they've kicked me around ever since I was young, but they never could keep me down. The plowman plowed long furrows up and down my back. Then God ripped harnesses of the evil plowman to set. Then God ripped Harnesses of the evil plowman to shreds. He says, God is in the business of freeing up people. He didn't cleanse me. He didn't take it away. He ripped it up. All the pain and all the sadness and all the troubles that you're carrying with you. Everything that happened with you. He doesn't just cut it loose. He rips it to the shreds. Amazing. How amazing is it to think that, that God is in the business of freeing us. Uh, and if I read this psalm with the right, with the right idea, you, 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 you get the picture of someone that's looking at his past, that's not afraid to talk about it. But someone that walked away from it because God ripped it to shreds. Because God finished it. It's almost as if he's saying, I don't care what happened with me. I'm not a victim. I, I'm not going to be rattled by my past. I am not going to be rattled by things that happened to me. Things that people did to me. I'm not going to get rattled when my faith is challenged. And even if I disappoint God and myself and other people, it's not going to stop me. Because I know God is in the business of freeing me, cleaning me. You ripped it apart. Um, we're reading about a certain kind of toughness. What's not? Someone is not going to give up. Someone who lived with the assurance, with the knowledge, with the confidence that God is in business of cleaning me, healing me. God is in the business. Of caring. So, so while these Jews are going back to the temple. They're singing this song. They, they keep on going back. Because they know that's where they celebrate the fact. God forgave them. God made them new. There's other 
interesting thing that we read here is that he says that God is sticking with us. Interesting. He says that God's not going to go away. He committed himself. What an amazing security that gives every one of us. We've got a lot of conversations with people whose, whose marriages is in trouble. And one of the main reasons is because uh, one, of the, one of them feel, but I don't get that security anymore. I'm not sure about my partner anymore. And, and the heartache that creates and the doubt that creates in relationships. And now when the Lord says, I'm sticking with you, it's exactly the opposite. He's the trustworthy one. This relationship is important for him. This, um, this journey I'm on, it's on this journey that I will discover God's faithfulness. And, and I choose for perseverance, not because I'm, I'm working hard and I'm a, a good upstanding citizen. It's because I know I can trust God. doesn't matter what challenges are ahead. doesn't matter how many times people have disappointed you. doesn't matter how many times you disappoint yourself or you disappointed God. But it asks perseverance. And the last couple of weeks I've seen in the uh, Olympic Games how people had to choose to persevere. Had to overcome, had to be creative and innovating with, the, uh, with, with new ways they had to exercise and prepare for the Olympic Games. It's amazing. They just didn't give up because it became difficult. We can't give up as Christians because life's difficult. Because things didn't work out. Never give up. Never give up. The third interesting reason that the writer of this psalm tells us to be bold, we see in the way that he talks about people, his enemies, people that attacked him, people that want to get him down. L listen to this. He said, oh, let all those who hate Zion grovel in humiliation. Let them be like grass in shallow ground that withers before the harvest, before the farmhands can gather it, the harvesters get in the crop. Before the neighbors have a chance to call out, congratulations on your wonderful crop. We bless you in God's name. It's kind of a sarcasm that comes through. It's almost as if, if the writer is making fun with these people. Tell them, great, great harvest you've got there, man. And it's strange. <laughs> how, how, how does that fit in with the child of God? What's amazing about the Psalms is the Psalms are honest. They're not scared to deal with people's real feelings. They're not afraid to say, God, why did you do this? God, I hate that people because they did this and this and this in my life. And we need that more in our faith, that honesty. The, the, the ability to, to, to tell God what lives in your heart and in your mind. To tell him what you feel and tell him what you experience. 
I may be honest with him. I may be open. I can trust him with my real feelings about things, about the people, about the world, about what's going on in my life. I may be honest. I may be honest with people as well. You can look people in the eye and tell it like it is. The pilgrims that sang and prayed, prayed this psalms were real people, people with mistakes, people that came through life and, and, and a lot of things didn't work out for them. And, and on their journey back to God, back to the temple, of course there were people next to the road that, that, gave, them, that gave them all kind of trouble. Of course there were people that told them off told him but <laughs> you're still trusting God look what's happening in your life but it was people that cared enough to go back if you're honest with God it shows that you care enough for the relationship if you're honest with people it shows that you care enough for what's going on in their lives and there's the saying that indifference kills faith because it shows that you stopped caring we tackle injustices because we care we've got to stand up for what's right because we care you 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 must have that difficult conversation with someone because you care you stand up and 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 do the extra mile and do extra, put in extra effort because you care. Shane Claiborne uh, wrote in his book, The Resistible Revolution, how he was involved in this anti-establishment movement. And, and then someday, some, someday he realized, but this is also just going through the motions to, uh, uh, to, to complain the whole time. And then he saw an interview with a five-year-old boy with a scar on his cheek because he didn't work fast enough in the factory where they were making t-shirts for the West. And he changed in life because he saw real people. We must always remember that the people around us are real people. People that work with us, live with us, real people. There's a face. People, uh, our enemies are real people. People that challenge us are real people. Um, boldness in faith means that you are willing, that you care enough to talk to them about your faith. To share with them what Jesus is doing in your life. Boldness means that you can fight with God, struggle with God, battle with God, because you care about the injustices and the hurt in the world we live in. What do you care enough to bring it to God? Who do you care enough about? Because if we say that we believe, then our love for God, the fact that we believe God cares for us, got to change the world we live in. 
if he doesn't change the way we act, the way we talk, the way we speak, the way we treat people, then we don't really care. So that's my prayer. That you and I become more radical, become more bold in our faith, because God promised to stick with us. And he promised that he ripped the harnesses apart, that he frees us up to care for each other and for this world. Let's pray. Our Father in heaven, thank you that you sticked around, that you didn't left us on our own, that you were always there. Thank you that you forgave us, that you ripped the harnesses that kept us back, the past, or everything that's wrong that happened to us in life, that you just ripped it apart. You want us to be caring and loving people, that you want us to, to care for the world, to care for each other, to have a boldness in the way we treat people, the way we talk about our faith, that it's real for us. I pray for everyone that's watching. I want to pray for everyone that's connected. You know what's going on in our life and you know what we need, Lord Jesus. Thank you that we can trust you and that you are with us. Amen. We have an opportunity to bring our offerings. You see all the information down below. Our birthdays this week, Zelma Potgieter, Marina Storm, Zara, De Wette and Jacobi Safontein celebrating their birthdays this week. Uh, may God bless you. May it be a special time for each one of you. I want to invite you to our first church service back after the pandemic, after lockdown. 12 September, we're going back to David Game College, 9.30 in the morning. And then after the church service, celebration service, we're going to eat together as church family. So book a ticket. Here's the link. You've got to have a ticket to eat. Um, bring friends, bring family, um, pay for the tickets. It will, it's going to be an, an amazing event. Um, it's going to be the first time that we gather together as a whole, whole church. So please, please don't miss it. May God bless you. May God keep you. May God shine his countenance upon you and show you in this week how much he cares for you. And that that will inspire you to live with boldness, to change your world. Amen. Before your throne of grace, I find rest in your presence and fullness of joy. In worship and wonder, I behold your face, singing what a faithful God am I. What a faithful God.
What a faithful God. 